Journey to Organization, episode 127, Objects on Display. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to the Journey to Organization podcast. I am Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization, and today I want to talk to you about a big problem for a lot of people, and that is objects we keep on display. Now, a while back, a a listener emailed me and she wrote, can you please talk about having items out in the kitchen versus keeping everything in cupboards? To which I promptly wrote her, she should listen to episode 117 about kitchen organization. (laughs) But then she wrote me back and told me that she had listened to that episode But that her question was actually, I was finding that because so much is out on display in my house on a constant basis, that when it gets messy, then it feels very overwhelming very quickly. So I'm in the process of putting things in cupboards, but it's a long process. For example, in the kitchen, I have the kettle out and the sugar, coffee, tissues, stationery, CDs, plastic cups in a holder, salt, Uh, ornaments, dish soap, scrubber, CD player, etc, etc, etc. And in the living room, I have flowers, tissues, ornaments, photos, trays, cushions, uh, I'm sorry, cushions on the couch, etc, etc. Now, I'm not talking about clutter. I mean things on permanent display. Can you please discuss this topic and give some tips? Okay, here goes. The truth is, these two questions are not actually the same question. For me, I don't like having things out. In fact, I would prefer if I had the space to keep every single thing I owned concealed in a cabinet, but I don't. So personally, I prefer a more streamlined, minimalist approach to my home. Of course, I have three kids, so my house doesn't usually look streamlined or minimalist, and it's always a little bit, you know, untidy at the end of the day because my kids leave things out, but... But nevertheless, my goal in my home is to have less stuff and not necessarily to display what I have. That being said, even if my house was perfectly tidy all the time and I had enough drawers and cabinets to store all of my stuff sight unseen, I think there would still be objects out on display. So the bowl that sits on my buffet or the plants on my fireplace and my desk, my Shabbat candles, maybe some photographs, definitely some artwork. For me though, and this is true with all objects in my life, figuring out what to keep on display has more to do with keeping a carefully curated collection of things in my life. I try to do this with my family as well, where we're always sorting through our stuff and moving through our stuff and and just deciding like, is this part of my collection? Is this curating my best life? What can we what can we get rid of so that we have the best life? What can we put here so that we can be reminded that we have this thing and actually use it, right? For me, I think that a lot of the stuff that people have on display in their homes is, number one, not always necessary to have (laughs) at all in your life, but it also is out because it just doesn't have a real place to live in a closet, 
or even it doesn't have a real place to live out. It doesn't have a designated home where it always lives. The bowl on my buffet always lives there. It never moves. The only other time I use it during the year is on Purim when I need like every single bowl I have in the house to use because we have so many people. Almost all the objects that I own, I own because I like them and I find them useful. I can only think of a few items that I have that don't that I don't really love, but that I keep around because I use them and I don't have an alternative. So in case you're wondering, because I kind of have a feeling you might be, the teapot that I use on Shabbat to serve tea from, I don't love it. I used to have one that I love, but it broke. So my mom gave me one that she had. I don't really like it that much. I don't like the design of it and I don't like the way that it looks. But by taking hers something that she didn't use. I helped her clear some clutter. Uh, And it also meant that I didn't have to buy a new one, which is better for the earth. And even though I don't love it, it actually reminds me of my mom. So I feel happy knowing that I'm using something that, you know, she, she had and that was like important to her and that she wanted to give to me. So that actually makes me feel special when I use it. Uh, There are objects in my home that of course don't belong to me. (laughs) Like things that belong to my kids or my husband's. Now, I don't love having my kids' books on the shelves or their backpacks, you know, in the hallway, but they also need, you know, a place to stash their stuff. The truth is, is that, you know, if we didn't have kids and the hallway was tidy and all that was there was our coats and, you know, our backpacks, that would be great. But it's not the way that it is, and that's where the kids store their stuff, and that's where the coats go, and that's where the backpacks go. And so, yeah, sometimes it gets a little untidy, but that's where they all go. And it's really nice to know that when I'm looking for something, that's where I can look for it, and that's where it is. So even though everything in my house doesn't belong to me, we're always working on making sure that things that don't need to be in our house are not in our house. And we are always making sure to try to curate the best collection of our stuff, stuff we enjoy, stuff that we use, stuff that's useful for us. By curating the best collection of stuff for us, we're really helping ourselves for when our house And sometimes our life becomes a little untidy. I can definitely speak to that. I can say that um, most of you know that this has been sort of a bit of a crazy time. I told you a few weeks ago I made a bar mitzvah and that my mother is not well and that I've been traveling a lot. And it's really unsteady. But knowing that my house isn't a big mess actually really helps me uh, stay grounded during this time. So, yeah, sometimes... In our house, we have a sink full of dishes and sometimes there's stuff all over the counters. But because I don't leave too much stuff out, because there isn't so much stuff on display and because the stuff that is out is useful, uh, like my blender and my cooking utensils and my hand towels, and because those things all have a designated space, when I am tidying up, these things don't need to move. So I only need to tidy up around them, which is actually an easier thing to do because those objects live there. I know that they live there and I just sort of work around them uh, and it it makes it easier because it's like, I know I don't have to clean that up. It is 
okay to have things on display in your home. I'm not necessarily staunchly against those things, but the questions you should ask yourself are, how much stuff do you really need to be out and showing? Does the stuff have a real home or is it out because it has no place to live? And does the object in question, does it even bring you enough happiness to be in your life at all? Like some of the things that she was describing, the listener was describing, like plastic cups, like I don't, I don't, I don't need those in my life. I use glasses and the kids know where the glasses are. When they're done, they put the glass in the dishwasher or in the sink. And yeah, okay, I have glasses to wash, but like I don't have plastic cups cluttering up my countertop. And I think like that's the difference between leaving stuff out for use and things that are actually on display. And I think it's important to really understand the difference. You know, if you want to leave out a bunch of single use disposable items for your kids to use, okay, besetter, do it. But when those things become untidy, it's a lot more difficult to tidy them up because they're not seen as valuable objects or things that we need to take care of. And so your family probably doesn't have a lot of respect for those items. It doesn't make a difference to them if the sleeve of cups is on its side rolling all over the kitchen counter, maybe that half of them are falling out of the, you know, the ream and rolling all over the place. And maybe even some of them are on the floor uh, to your kids because, they are looking at this item and thinking, okay, no problem. When I'm done using it, I could just throw it away. Even if I don't use it, I could just throw it away. It is a disposable thing. It is not important to anybody. And I don't have to take care of it. And I think that there is sort of this mindset that comes along with using the disposable where it's like, if you keep it out, you keep out the tissues or the cups or plates or napkins or whatever it is that you're keeping out in those in that disposable realm. It's like, well, that's just disposable. So who cares if, if they're on the floor or who cares if they look untidy because I'm just going to throw them away anyways. So there's a difference between the bowl that sits on my buffet and the tissues and the cups and the forks and the knives and the spoons and the whatever because the attitude is different. The beautiful bowl that I have on display is just that, a beautiful bowl that I have on display. And yeah, it's true. My husband puts his wallet and his keys in there and my boys put their yarmulkes in there when they come home. And maybe also we store like a bunch of other things. It's sort of a drop zone, but that's the thing everybody looks at it with respect because it's a beautiful bowl and it's always sitting there and it's never rolling around and it's never on the floor and it doesn't get thrown away. And there's this level of respect for these items that are on display in our house that I think in some other places, in some other houses, there isn't that same level of respect for the stuff because people we are training our kids to look at stuff in our life as disposable. Oh, that's broken? No problem. Let's just throw it out and we'll get a new one. And I think that there's very little uh, thought and education that's going into how we deal with disposable things in our kids. And I think that this is a really great way to have this discussion with our kids about, you know, things that are important to us. And our kids know what's important to us. They know what we value. We, they know that, you know, 
they know that we value tidiness, but at the same time, they don't understand how you can be tidy when you have so many things in your life that are expendable. And I think that if we can use this time or use this space to have this discussion with our kids, like everything in the in life is not expendable. Some things are built to last uh, so that, you know, we can pass them down. Now, I'm not saying your kids want you to pass down your stuff to them because I think that that is not the aesthetic for most you know, of the younger generation. And I feel super old that I just said the younger generation because I'm only 38. But okay, you know, I said it like my kids, they don't want all my, my fancy crystal or whatever. It's important to them, actually, I think, only because it's something that we use all the time. And so uh, it's, it's special to them because we are using it on special Shabbat or special Yom Tov. And it has these happy memories associated with it. But it's not like, you know, a bunch of glass figurines sitting in a closet that no one touches and no one looks at and, and, you know, you just have to dust all the time. The listener said she was trying to put some of these objects away, but that it takes time. And instead of putting things away, I just feel like, why not move these items out of your life? Uh, why not just get out the chad pami in your life? Switch to the, the, the single-use disposable. Switch to, you know, using regular stuff. First of all, it will save you money, but also it will eliminate part of this problem of kids not respecting these fancy things that you do want to display. And again, display is okay, but it should be carefully chosen collections of objects or a object. Most of my listeners uh, have other people who live in their lives with them. When you don't live alone, things aren't going to always be how you left them when you return to your space. Because life is messy Life is untidy, life can be difficult, and in my opinion, the easiest way to make sure that life is less messy, less untidy, and less difficult is just to have less. And I always say it, have less so that you can have more. In our house, we do spend time on our stuff. We do spend time cleaning up. I know for a fact, though, that cleaning up in our house is a lot easier than most other people's homes because I see it every day when I'm in my clients' homes. I do not spend as much time and my husband does not spend as much time cleaning up as most other families do because we have less stuff. We have a place for the stuff we do have and we don't keep a ton of stuff out because it actually makes cleaning up a little more difficult when there's stuff out and you have to clean around stuff. Does it mean that we live with a slightly more minimal aesthetic? Yes, but I really feel that our house is still warm and welcoming. And when I look at design magazines and I see a lot of useless items around just for decor, it makes me irritated because, you know, you got to dust those things and take care of those things. And they don't serve any purpose other than just to look pretty. It also really bugs me on TV if I watch TV, like where I see, or a movie, where I see like everybody has so much stuff in their house. And I'm like, seriously, I, I know that these people aren't real, but it's like I'm looking around at these characters' houses and I'm like, wow, you just have so much stuff. And I think that that's a really a representation of, you know, how we've evolved and what we think about our stuff. And if you look at older movies, um, 
from, you know, 50 years ago, let's say, I think that there's a real big difference in what the sets look like in terms of how much stuff is in the background. If you look at like an old episode of I Love Lucy, let's say, uh, (laughs) I mean, they have so little in their house. And I wouldn't say that their house is like a minimalist decor, but they just have so much less versus any like modern movie or show or even a video clip about something. There's just always so much stuff in the background and it flabbergasts me. I just, I cannot believe how much stuff there is. I mean, I can believe it, but it's shocking to me that even in, you know, a fantasy way, people have so much stuff. I know a lot of people keep things in their house. I know a lot of people keep things in their house just because they look pretty. And I'm okay with keeping beautiful objects in your house. It's better if you can keep them in a glass front cabinet so that they look nice and you don't have to dust them as much. But if you can't, that's okay. As long as you're willing to maintain the work that goes into keeping things out on display, that's fine. Just as an aside, remember, you can't take it with you and your kids probably don't want it. So if you're on the fence about keeping it anyways, just let it go because (laughs) I promise in the long run it will actually be better. But think about on display, you know, what you have to care for. When I was a kid, we had a room in our house, several rooms in our house, that we were not allowed into. (laughs) And today we are because the flow of my parents' house has changed. But, uh... And or like my kids sit in there. But like my kids know, like on this in the living room, in the fancy living room, you know, you can't put your junk there and you can't leave your stuff there. And I think that there is sort of this level of care that goes into that space because the kids understand like this is an elevated space. This is some place I want to make sure I'm keeping clean. So if you're running into issues with your family about tidying up those kind of areas, Express to them how important it is for you to keep certain areas clean and that you want to keep certain areas tidy. And and I feel like it's not, you know, a sin to leave an area in your house that's off limits to your kids or their stuff. And it's okay. And uh, I mean, we personally don't do that. I don't have a big enough house to do that. But uh, it's okay to say to a kid, like, you know, this is not your space. And you don't get to junk it up. And definitely there are spaces in my house that are just for me, like my desk. I don't want my kids to just drop things on my desk. And they definitely do that. Everybody does that. But like at the same time, (laughs) you know, um, it's definitely something that's an area for me. And I tell people like, you know, I want to keep that area clean-ish, so please help me out by having a little respect for it. And I think that that's also key is getting your family on board to respect the space. And I and I think that that's the underlying issue with a lot of these things with display and then them getting cluttered up because underneath it all, we just don't have a lot of respect for stuff anymore because, like I said before, it's so disposable. And... That's our job to educate our kids about what to have respect for and why it's important to do that. And, you know, I think we're failing our kids if we don't require them to help us. And I think we're failing our kids if we don't teach them the value of the things that are important to us. 
if a piece of something, an object, is important to you, then show that to your kids. Show that how you show by how you take care of that item, how you keep it clean, how you, you know, take care of it. My kids know that my china is special to me because I don't put it in the dishwasher and I wash it by hand and I store it in these special china protectors with, you know, foam in between each plate. And they understand that this is something that's special. And when I let them use it, it's like, wow, I must have been so amazing because now I can use it. And they understand that this item has a value to it. And so I think if you want to keep things on display, great. But let your family understand that there's a value to it because this way it's going to help keep the space more tidy because they'll understand that this is an important part of the house and they'll realize that, you know, they really, they need to keep this area more clean because this is important to you. I hope I answered the question uh, and I'll just sum up my thoughts by saying it's okay to have things on display or out, but curate your stuff so it's the best stuff, stuff you love, stuff that is useful. Teach your kids how to respect your stuff. Uh, the stuff that is out should have a place to live where it is always all the time so that it's easy to tidy around it and you should consider reducing what you can so you have room to at least put other stuff away so that when you do need to tidy it becomes easier to put away the other stuff since you know where it will all go. And finally, be thoughtful about displays. Remember, you need to keep those objects clean so decide if it's worth the hassle of the cleanliness. If you have questions you would like me to talk about, send me an email to Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at RebeccaSaltzman.com, or leave me a voicemail. Stay tuned for announcements on Painless Pesach, and if you want more help, reach out and let's do a consultation. We can do online coaching if you don't live near me, or in-home service if you do. For now, I wish you a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.